Hello, and thank you for joining us uh, for our devotional time today. I do these Monday to Friday at 9.30 a.m. Uh, and this is, this is a short teaching, about 15 minutes, designed to encourage people to get the Word of God and to, 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 to stir the Word in our lives each day so that we can grow and especially grow closer to God. That's my heart and my passion with these teachings. So I encourage you to get a hold of these, share these with your friends, get into them each day, even if you can't get into them when I do them live. But uh, later in the day, just to give the word of God time in your life, something that you can meditate on through the day. So good morning if you're joining us. Hi, Gemma. Good to see you and other people. Now we're going to continue on with uh, some of the things we've been looking at in the last few days. Uh, I've been talking about being conformed to the image of Christ. Uh, we've been looking at the fact that we are to become like him. He's the standard. He's the example. And I believe that the more like him we become, the more, well, first of all, the closer we will get to God. But even more than that, the more we will find God's presence in our lives. And God is able to flow through us and use us and, and, and fulfill his will and purposes on this earth. God's looking for vessels. God's looking for people who will do this. So he gave Jesus as the standard. And there's many areas that we're to be conformed to him. We become like him as we look at his example. And some of the things we've, we've seen so far is, 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 in the last few days is that Jesus was yielded to the will of the Father. He consecrated himself. Uh, and and we, I want to encourage you just to keep making that your prayer. Lord, I always want to do your will. I want to do the things that please you. I believe the more we walk in the will of God and the, uh, uh, the more we will walk in his presence and, and closer to him. We also saw yesterday that Jesus emptied himself of his own power and his own glory and his own position before he came to this earth. And, 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 and he relied on, he was dependent upon God, the, the, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, and, 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 and God working through him. And the more dependent we are, and that took an act of humility from Jesus. He humbled himself. These are, these are truths we don't hear as much about these days, but there's such power in them. I believe that the place of humility is the place of power in the things of God. Uh, there's, there's something we need to see there. But I want to move on to something else today. I want to look at another thing. And, and, and this, is, this, is, this is a powerful, exciting truth, but it also might be a bit challenging on the flesh. But that's okay because we grow as we're willing to, to have the flesh challenged. I want to look at something here in Hebrews chapter 4 about Jesus. And then we're going to learn about ourselves through this. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14 we're going to go 14, 15, and 16, and I'll make comments as we go. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14 says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. It's wonderful to realize we have a high priest. Uh, and, and, and just a couple of other verses about our high priest, Hebrews 7 verse 25 says that he always lives to make intercession for us. Uh, 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 says we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So we have a high priest in the, in the presence of God right now. He's on our side. Sometimes, sometimes people don't realize this. They, they think that God is against them. 
uh, especially when they fail or when they make mistakes. But we have a high priest, even when we fail, he's on our side. He's making intercession. He's praying for you. And he's standing up for you in the presence of God, in the throne room of God, speaking to the Father on your behalf as your high priest, which is such an amazing truth in itself. Now, let's, let's look at something in, in Hebrews 4 verse 15 that it tells us about our high priest. I, want, I, I, I believe if, if some people get a hold of some of the things I'm going to talk about in the next few minutes, God, God's going to help people get some free from some things. And, and it's going to set us, set us free. This, the enemy wants to keep people bound in some areas and there's freedom. And so some of the truths I'm about to look at, I believe that, that there's release in these truths for some people today. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15 says this, and he's talking about our high priest. We've just seen he's, we have this great high priest. Verse 15, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. See, Jesus, when he was on this earth, he got tempted. Jesus, Jesus faced temptation. Jesus faced the enemy. He didn't have some kind of, how do you say this, some kind of unfair advantage over us when he faced the, the, the temptation. You know, if Jesus had had unfair advantage, then this verse would be an invalid. It would, it, it, he wouldn't be able to sympathize with our weaknesses. If he was able to overcome temptation using more tools than we have available to us, then we could just say, well, yeah, Jesus, it's understandable you beat sin because, you know, you had, you had unfair advantage over us. But what the word of God teaches is that Jesus beat temptation without any advantage over us. He, he came to this earth to, as a man. And we talked yesterday about how he laid aside his position and he laid aside his power and glory. And when he walked on this earth as a man, the Bible says he emptied himself of, the, of, of, of his divine attributes. Uh, and that's a big study in itself. But you see, when he came to this earth as a man, part of what he did on this earth is he showed us it can be done. He came to show us you don't have to live under the power of the enemy. You don't have to live. You don't have to yield to temptation. It's possible to overcome it. And, and he faced temptation. It wouldn't have been a temptation if, if there was not the possibility that he could have yielded to it. It wouldn't have been a temptation. You see, you, you, you can't tempt someone with something that they do not find is a temptation. Uh, you, there's certain foods you can dangle, you know, cheesecake in front of me and I'll go, no, no temptation. I'm, I'm not into tea, cheesecake. Okay. You dangle chocolate cake in front of me. That's a temptation because in me, I want that. There's a desire for it. So you see the fact that the Bible says Jesus was tempted means that he could have given in. He could have yielded to that temptation and, and he, he didn't have an unfair advantage over us. But the powerful truth is, the Bible says here, he was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. And this is, this is where I want us to begin to realize some things, that we are to become conformed to his image. We need to realize this, 
there is a place where we can walk in victory over these things. There is a place where we can beat temptation. There is a place you don't have to yield. You don't have to be bound by the thing, some things. The enemy is, 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 has, has had control in people's lives and believers' lives. Many Christians have, have struggled with temptation and things that they, they just can't seem to get free from. And in their heart, they understand that they know that this is holding back their lives. They know that this is causing them to not, to not walk closer to God than they want to. And, and it's not because God is holding them back. It's because inside of them, their own condemnation, as they, as they know that there's enemy, areas of their lives that they're yielding to darkness. Uh, it, it, their condemnation keeps them away from God. And we're going to look at that in a moment. But I want you to understand, I, I want you to begin to realize Jesus didn't just beat temptation with an unfair advantage. Uh, and he didn't just beat temptation to say, hey, look what I did. I can do it. But poor old you, you can't. He beat temptation as our example. He showed us sin can be beaten. Now, thank God there's forgiveness for sin in Christ. But not only that, there is also victory over it. And many times, see, God doesn't just give us so that we can go back in and fall back in and just get trapped in it again. And I, I don't want to preach sin today. I'm preaching freedom to be. This message is a message of freedom. The enemy has been keeping some beliefs bound. He's been, there's areas of our lives that, are, that, that we're unable to move forward in God because the enemy is keeping people bound in some areas. And sometimes they even feel hopeless. They feel like, I just, I just can't seem to get the victory in this area. Look unto Jesus is what the Bible says. Looking unto Jesus, see Jesus, see the image, see the image that we've been presented with. He beat, he showed us it can be done. He showed us we do not have to be under the control of these things. We do not have to be under the power of darkness and temptation and the enemy. But we can actually live a life of victory over these things. And I believe that the more we do that, the more we will find our life begins to walk in the freedom of the light. And, and, and you see, he, God gave us forgiveness and grace for the things, but he also gave us a path to freedom and walking in victory over it. And, and, and the more we begin to realize, I don't have to be bound by these things, things that, that I keep falling in, things that, I, that I keep yielding into temptation. Jesus shows me it can be beaten. There's a way to do it. He, he was tempted, but without sin. Now, notice in that, I want you to notice something. Notice in that. Temptation, you, this, this is one thing that will help you get free. Being tempted is not sin. See, if temptation itself was sin, then you would have to say Jesus sinned because he was tempted. Jesus got tempted, but did not sin. Some people struggle. The enemy, the enemy comes at them and says, just because they got tempted, they're like, oh, you're an awful person. You were tempted by that. No, temptation is not sin. Now, as you give in, as you yield to those desires and yield to the temptation, then that's another matter. The temptation itself is not sin. Jesus got tempted, but he resisted that. He, the, the, the power of God, the grace of God, the word of God worked through him and he yielded. Because like I said yesterday, he had made that dedication, that commitment, that consecration to abide by the will of the Father to abide by the word of God, the will of God, to humble himself and consecrate himself to do, always doing the things that please the Father. And that consecration and dedication in his heart held him on course, held him 
when things tried to pull him out of the direction, the enemy tried to dangle that temptation in front of him. And as he walked in victory over it, now we, we're going somewhere in these teachings. I want to show you something. We're building, I'm going to show you the life of power, the life that Jesus walked in. But we're laying the groundwork in, 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 in things we often don't hear about. See, when you look in the Gospels, one of the places where Jesus was tempted was when he was led into the wilderness and the enemy tempted him. And in Luke, this, there's something so powerful here. In Luke, we see that right after Jesus came out of temptation, the Bible says he came in the power of the Spirit. You see, one of the reasons many people are not stepping into the place of power is because the enemy is getting control over them in the area of temptation. And as we begin to realize there's freedom, there's victory, there is a way to walk in victory over temptation. We don't have to yield. We have the strength and the grace of God in our lives that enables us to walk in victory over these things. Uh, the Christian life is not one where you you're doomed to constantly fall into sin and trap and there's no way through it. The Christian life is a life of liberty and freedom in the light. And I believe that as we manage, as we come to the place where we realize I do not have to be under the control of the enemy, constantly giving into temptation all the time and constantly failing and always having to come and, and, and ask forgiveness again and always having you get into a cycle and always feeling condemned and just never seeming like there's any hope or freedom from that. But rather. When we begin to realize that actually I can, by the power of God working in me, by the grace of God working in my life, by the power of the Holy Spirit and by his strength, I can get to a place where I walk in victory over temptation. And I that cycle is broken and there's a place of power on the other side of that. There's a place of stepping into the power of the Spirit, and, which will flow through our lives. So like I said, today's message is not one of condemnation. It's one of encouragement. I want you to begin to get a vision that I don't have to yield. I don't have to. I can be like Jesus. I can beat it. Jesus is my example. He beat it. Now, I'm just going to go for another minute or two here because there's something else I want to say. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 4, we've already seen verse 15 says that, that he was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. And, and it's told us he's our high priest. Now look at the next verse, verse 16. Hebrews 4, 16. This is a familiar passage. And often we quote this bit by itself. But I want you to connect these verses together and see it in context. Hebrews 4, 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Often we quote that verse by itself, but we need to understand the context of that verse is sin and temptation and your high priest. This, see, right after talking about our high priest who's in heaven, he's standing up for us. He beat temptation. He walked in victory over it. And now he's in the heavens speaking up on your behalf. And, and, and he understands our weaknesses. And then it says this. Come boldly to him. See, many times when people, Christians, the, the, the enemy uses this. So when, 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 when Christians yield to temptation and when they give in to things and the, the enemy gets the better of them in some areas, that because of condemnation, what they tend to do is stay away from God. They, they, they stay away from God for a few days. And, and then eventually they, they, they try to come back and they feel bad. But the, that's not the Bible way. 
Our flesh, we sometimes think, our mind thinks that when I've missed it, I need to stay away from God. I need to hold back. But actually, the Bible says the opposite. The Bible says that even when you have fallen, even when you've yielded to temptation, come boldly into his presence. Don't, 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 let, don't, don't let the enemy get the better of you into thinking that because you failed, you've got to stay away from God. Begin to realize that the answer to that is in God's presence. The victory over it is in God's presence. So put it as an act of faith. Step out in the word and realize that even though I've missed it, I can come boldly into his presence. I can come because my high priest is speaking up for me. And you see, it's in the presence of God. It's as you come into his presence and as you abide in his presence that you will find the strength to beat it next time. The strength to overcome it the next time. That's, that's, where the, that's why the enemy wants to keep you out of God's presence. He, because that helps him keep you in that cycle where you keep yielding to temptation and, and, and out of God's presence. It's in God's presence you're going to find grace. It's in God's presence you're going to find the strength. It's in God's presence you're going to find the victory over these things. See, I often say this to people. The Bible does not say, beat the flesh so that you can walk in the Spirit. Sometimes people think, I've got to beat my flesh first before I walk in the Spirit. Actually, the Bible says the opposite. The Bible says, walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The way to beat the flesh is to walk in the Spirit. That means you've got to walk in the spirit first, even when the flesh is running rampant in your life, even when you're struggling to get victory over temptation. You take a step of faith and you begin to pray in tongues. You begin to take that step, even, the, even when the enemy is saying, oh, you dirty, you can't go into God's presence. You take a step of faith and say, I'm going to drive into God's presence and I'm going to speak in tongues daily and I'm going to spend time in his presence daily. And it's as you do that, it's in that place, in God's presence, that you find and the grace and the strength arises up on the inside of you to beat it next time. So, so there's a lot in what I've said. You might need to listen to this few, a few times. I've got a couple of minutes extra today. Normally, these are about 15 minutes, but I wanted to get that all out. Monday to Friday, we do these devotions, and we're showing you the standard. I want us to begin to see Jesus as the standard. And today's message is this. Jesus beat temptation so can you. We don't have to be under it. We don't have to yield. Get a vision of being free from, from, from some things the enemy's bound you in from, for years and kept you down and held back your spiritual life. Begin to get a vision. Begin to get a hold of the fact that in God, there's grace, there's strength, there's power to overcome these things. And it's possible for me to walk free and to walk in liberty and to walk in God's grace. And in that place, is a place of power in God. So God bless you. And I want to encourage you to get into these each day. We're going to show you how we can become more like Jesus. And the more we do that, the more his power is going to rest upon our lives. The more God is going to be able to manifest through his church. The more his grace is going to work in us and through us. But it is in a place of becoming more like him, conform to his image. So for, let's pray here for a moment. Heavenly Father God, we, we, we want to live by your will. We consecrate ourselves to your plans. We dedicate ourselves to you. And Father, I thank you that there's a place of victory over temptation in Christ. There's a place where we can live free and walk free. 
and we don't have to yield to these things anymore. But we can walk in, walk, we can conform to the standard, the measure, Christ. And I thank you that your grace is upon us. And I just thank you that people get set free from what they've heard in this message today. In the name of Jesus, amen. So God bless you. We will see you again tomorrow for the next part.